Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Today I'm joined by John, René and Carlos. John retired from his full-time position as Regional Director for the Institute of Directors in the West Midlands in 2016 and has continued with his volunteer role supporting the student mentoring programme at the University of Wolverhampton. In 2010, John approached the university with the offer of setting up a programme for final year students studying business-related degrees. The university enthusiastically embraced John's idea and helped enormously by adding their considerable knowledge and expertise. Over the 10 years that the programme has been running, it has helped a large number of students to quickly find high-level employment in line with the degrees that they have attained. The programme is non-academic, concentrating on soft skills and job search. Renee studied event and venue management at the University of Wolverhampton, which included a sandwich placement year, which she completed in Malta. Having moved from Jamaica when she was seven years old, Renee was the first in her family to attend university. She now works for PwC as a business operations analyst and is also a part of a diversity and inclusion group within her line of service, where the focus is on raising awareness and encouraging conversations around the topic of race. Carlos grew up in Jamaica and started his working life in the BPO industry. He quickly rose through the ranks to become a department manager. Carlos moved to the UK to join his family and to complete his studies, where he's completed his degree in BSc in Business and Finance with a first-class honours at the University of Wolverhampton. He hopes to one day become a director in a leading investment bank or a similar career in the financial industry. Hi, Tanya. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Uh, Yes, very good, thank you. Well, welcome to the student sessions. Where in the world are you today? Uh, In Harbourne, where I live, uh, close to Birmingham. Right, okay. Um, Today's episode is about mentoring, and we've got a special episode where we'll be talking to John, and then we will also be hearing from a couple of mentees uh, a bit later on. So, John, before we start, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, uh, so um, my uh, early career started in the travel industry. Uh, I worked for a tour operator, uh, um, operating holidays across the Mediterranean. Uh, we grew to be the third largest tour operator in the UK. Uh, the name of the company was Horizon Holidays. Uh, we became a victim of our own success. Uh, we were taken over by the UK's market leader, um, I needed to find uh, another job. It was a bit of a shock because, uh, you know, I really loved the job I was in. Um, for a short while, uh, I worked for uh, University College um, Birmingham, uh, teaching travel and tourism, which gave me uh, an insight into uh, helping young people. Um, but uh, I, I was fortunate. I found a job with the Institute of Directors in Birmingham, and eventually I became uh, the regional director for the West Midlands. Uh, That gave me access to lots of uh, senior directors, and it helped me realise my uh, dream of starting uh, a mentoring uh, project for uh, university uh, students. Okay, and what, what is the definition of mentoring, just so that everybody's clear? So the definition of uh, uh, mentoring is uh, a one-to-one relationship. Um, It's about being a critical friend and 
it is about uh, bringing out uh, the very best uh, you can uh, from the person that you're helping in order that they can reach their full potential. And mentoring is uh, quite an established um, scheme now across many op- many universities. But during your career, John, have you ever had a mentor? Uh, yes, I, I, I have. He's 94 years old now. Wow. Um, yeah, his name's John Goodman. Uh, but when I joined the IOD uh, all those years ago, uh, it wasn't a formal arrangement, but he sort of latched on to me as a friend. And uh, he gave me a lot of personal advice, um, which, uh, which really, really helped me at the time, uh, particularly as I'd, I'd come into what, for me, was a new industry. And what would you describe the role of a mentor? Kind of what, to, to many of our students listening, they will presumably be in the role of a mentee. So what can they expect from their mentor? Well, first of all, um, it, 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 it's about forming uh, a relationship of, 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 of trust and confidentiality. Uh, between two people and from the point of view of the mentor uh, it's about um, getting the uh, in my case the younger person uh, to understand their inner strengths and to help them to reach their their full potential Uh, many young people that I um, have have met in the universities uh, doing their degrees over the years um, They've, they, they've done all sorts of amazing things which they don't themselves um, recognise. So it's about telling their own personal story uh, in the strongest way possible. And we've heard there that you have been mentoring students for a significant number of years now. Where does your passion to do this come from? So I suppose the passion, uh, really, it's slightly selfish in that um, it's, a, it's an extremely uh, rewarding thing to do. And I can't tell you the uh, the elation of uh, joining in with a young person when they've managed to land uh, a dream job and working with a team of, of older uh, mentors. Um, we're all, um, you know, just so happy um, when this happens. So you get a lot of satisfaction out of it. And when you look back at the individuals that you've mentored over the years, um, you know, across different levels and different stages of their career, how do you feel that you've enabled them to pursue successful careers? Because as a mentor, you're an enabler, aren't you? You don't do the work for them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's about getting them to to articulate uh, their, their own stories. So uh, many of the, 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 the young people, at, uh, certainly at the University of Wolverhampton, um, they have uh, supported their uh, degrees um, often through through doing um, a minimum wage uh, jobs, but actually um, those uh, jobs um, they may be in in um, lower positions, but they're extremely valuable uh, um, in terms of gaining face to face customer um, experience, for example. Uh, many uh, uh, young people that I've worked with are multilingual. They have had all sorts of successes in sport, and there are correlations between sport and business. And all of these good things that are within them uh, um, are, are not always um, brought to the fore uh, by themselves um, when they're trying to sell themselves, uh, for example, at an interview stage for a job. 
And I think that, you know, over time, um, I, I have been able to help, uh, therefore, a lot of people um, into jobs which are uh, commiserate and, and deserved of the, the, the business uh, degrees that they've managed to attain. And just something actually that might be helpful for our listeners. Can you just describe for us, John, the structure of the mentoring program in terms of how long, you know, some of the mentorship programs you've been involved in, how long they last, how frequently you would meet with your mentee, that kind of thing, just in terms of logistics? So we take uh, students in the final uh, year of their uh, business uh, degree. Um, We work uh, with them uh, from uh, November (coughs) through to their graduation. And we will meet now um, because of the COVID situation uh, Mm. uh, virtually. Uh, perhaps once once a month, uh, sometimes more, and we will formulate a program of uh, job search um, in order to help them into the, uh, the 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 career of their choice. And just a point for our listeners: obviously, the universities or the institution that you're at will likely have their own mentoring program, um, and it's important that you seek out further information in, term, in terms of how long you would commit to that. So some of the programs are six months and it may be that you meet with your mentor for an hour every month. So the commitment in terms of your time isn't considerable, but the return on investment is quite significant. Um, John, in terms of some of the biggest changes that you've seen in your mentees, what would you say they are? Well, I think it's about um, watching them grow um, in terms of their personal um, confidence. Uh, For example, uh, a lot of uh, young people have a fear of making uh, presentation skills, but we're able to give um, one-to-one support uh, in those areas. So I think the biggest thing really is self-belief and self-confidence. And it's wonderful to to see that um, come through um, with someone you've been able to help on a one-to-one basis. And I'm mindful that, you know, we're coming to the end of our time together. But before we wrap up, John, I think we're likely to have a significant um, number of listeners who are not sure if mentoring is right for them because they perhaps lack the confidence to explore this or they feel that they need to be confident to be in a mentoring partnership what advice would you give to them well i would say uh, to uh, to take this up and to embrace it with um opening arms um clearly uh, often um young people are a little bit nervous they think they're going to have uh, you know some very important uh, uh, business person uh, helping them and um that makes them um nervous but um in order to be uh, a mentor the first thing you 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 have to be is is, is approachable and you know we we, we are uh, friendly animals um, and they should not in any way you know be frightened of, of of doing this because all we want to do is help and to make uh, the very best of the, uh, the, the, the skills that they've managed to attain. So please don't be nervous. Please come forward. Um, we will look after you. We'll treat you with respect. Uh, um, and our only interest is in 
your uh, your chosen uh, career so you can do the very best you can. Thanks so much for that advice, John. That's really, really helpful. And I hope that that has provided encouragement to some of our listeners considering mentoring. Thanks so much for joining us today, John. You've been absolutely fantastic as our final guest of the series. Hi, Rene. Hi, Carlos. Hi, Tonya. How are you both? Uh, I'm doing very well. Good, Rene. Good. Well, welcome to the student sessions and thanks very much for joining me for the last episode of series two, which is very exciting. Um, Whereabouts in the world are you both? Well, I'm in Warsaw in the UK, the West Midlands. Brilliant. Okay. Renee? And I'm in Birmingham. You're in Birmingham? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So... Let's start then uh, by telling our, li- our listeners a little bit about yourselves and your journey to university. So, Rene, do you want to start us off? Yep, sure. So, um, I started at the University of Wolverhampton in 2014, and I actually went a year later than my year group did. So, um, and I did a foundation course in law and social sciences. And in 2015, I transferred onto the course I wanted to do, which was events and venue management with a sandwich placement. And I did four years of that. So I did five years at Wolverhampton in total. And you went to Malta for your sandwich year, which is amazing. Yes, I did. How exciting. <laughs> it was wonderful, yeah. I bet it was. Um, and what about you, Carlos? How has your journey to university been? Oh, well, my, my university life started in Jamaica, actually. Um, I started in 2009 on a business administration um, degree, and then I had to take a leave of absence, and then I moved to the UK, and then thought, you know what, it's about time I complete my studies, joined the University of Wolverhampton in 2018, and here am I now, finished up with a business and finance degree. And you're both now in employment, aren't you? Well, while working, well, while studying, I was also working, so I was doing a bit of both. Brilliant. So you kind of were studying part-time and working part-time, is that right? Uh, Well, both full-time, actually. Both full-time. Wowzers. (laughs) Excellent time management, Carlos. Um, So today we're going to be discussing mentoring, which, as we heard from John earlier in the episode, is essentially a relationship designed to help individuals more effectively and mentors support their mentees to enable them to take control of their own development so both of you have been in a mentoring partnership where you've been the mentees um, that was organized through your university so tell us more about how this worked Renee. Um, so when I went onto the program I think I joined two or three weeks later than everyone else but the um the essence of the program was basically I got partnered with um, someone from the IAD, um, the Institute of Directors, mm-hmm. and we had mock interviews. They looked over our CVs and we did um, group exercises as well with the other mentees. Okay. And how often did you speak or meet with your mentor? Um, I saw my mentor at least once a week. Really? That frequently? Yeah. Yeah. Crikey, over what period of time, Renee? Um, it was the final semester of um, final year. So I think it was a, like a couple of months. Brilliant. Okay. So, Carlos, what did, made you decide to get involved in mentoring? Well, I decided to get involved with the mentoring program. I did, I did a module in coaching and mentoring where I learned of some of the benefits of having a mentor. 
Um, I learned how having a mentor could guide me along my chosen career path, help developing my character and business profile. Um, I also wanted to shake this imposter syndrome that I thought I was experiencing. Yeah. So, and I, you know, at some point I felt like I didn't belong at university or some of the goals that I had probably weren't as big as they, they're meant to be. So that, those are some of the reasons what inspired me to want to be a part of the mentoring program. Okay, and we'll hear a little bit later about how you both feel the mentoring program has helped you to develop. Um, but did you know, Carlos, when you signed up, who you might get matched to and how was your mentor allocated to you? Well, um, I consider myself lucky to even get into the program as I literally heard about it on the, the deadline day. Right. And I was able to read some of the reviews, watch some testimonial videos of former students who participated. And I thought, you know what, I think this is ideal for me. So I applied and then I got selected. And then luckily I was paired up with a mentor. I thought that was, was it, we were a perfect match. Brilliant. And you were actually mentored by John, weren't you, who we heard about yeah. earlier? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, And Rene, tell us a little bit about how your mentor helped you in your development, so specifically what their role was. So um, my mentor, he helped me um, gain the confidence I needed uh, and the interview skills. Um, He helped me a lot with my CV. Uh, He didn't say that you have to do this or you needed to do that. We spoke and we worked together on things and made sure everything was just right. Okay, so it wasn't the role of the mentor, just to clarify for our listeners, isn't they don't tell you what to do or make the decisions for you. They kind of encourage you and give you guidance. Is that right? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, so how do you feel then that you've developed or grown uh, during the time that you've been mentored, Carlos? Um, I believe where um, my growth and development significantly improved was really in my self-confidence. Um, I have gone from being uncertain about how to portray myself in an interview to being able to speak to an interview with, with a lot of confidence. Um, I'm better able to chase opportunities that I once thought I would not be able to, to do. Um, I know I have a winning mentality. So overall, I think my self-confidence has gone up significantly by being in this program. And do you still struggle with imposter syndrome? No, I think that's behind me now. Oh, is it? That's a very <laughs> confident answer. Brilliant. <laughs> and what about you, Renee? How do you feel the program helped you to develop? Exactly the same as Carlos. Um, because when we did the mock interviews, I was shaking in my boots, literally. Mm. And it um, equipped me with the, um, the confidence I needed for my PwC interview, which I definitely would have crumbled if it wasn't for the, um, the mock interviews at the program. Okay, so you're now kind of both in successful employment and many universities do offer mentoring for their students to help them transition into the world of work. So now that you've both been through a mentoring partnership and kind of you're in employment, would you still consider mentoring again in the future to help you continue to progress in your career or kind of in your development, Carlos? Yeah, I would definitely participate in the mentoring program in the future as the benefits are invaluable. I mean, no other scheme that I've participated in has brought students and business owners, executives, VPs together where you can get the type of feedback and career advice where you, you, and to prepare you for the, for the outside world. So it's, it's really invaluable. And Renee, would you agree? 100%. Okay. So what advice would you give to our students who are listening who might not be sure if mentoring is the way forward? Um, I, 
I would say if, if you're not sure, attend at least one session and ask questions. Even if you don't want to attend, definitely ask questions because I think it's a very, very useful thing. So as I mentioned um, earlier in the episode, I spoke to John, who's one of the mentors on the program and is Carlos's mentor. What value would you say that the mentors themselves have added to your development journey? So I'll start with you, Carlos. Um, I mean, John is a very confident guy. So I guess that's how his my self-confidence was able to improve again by, you know, by working with John over the period. Uh, so I think that that's that's it for me, really. Okay, Renee? Um, and my mentor helped me see the world in a different light, I guess. And Renee, were you paired with someone who was the exact opposite to you? Or did you feel that you were, men- you were mentored by somebody or matched to someone that actually you had a lot in common with and you could relate to? Um, I think I was matched with someone that I had a lot in common with. The way we worked was um, we worked very well together. Mm. And um, because I joined like two or three weeks late, um, he wasn't sure if I'd catch up. But then I did the work and he was impressed and we got on so well after. You you proved a point, did you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm mindful that we're coming to the end of our time together in our last episode of series two. I mean... We've done 29 episodes, or this will be episode 29. Before we go, um, what one bit of advice would you each give to your 18-year-old self who was unsure about whether mentoring was the way forward? Carlos, see you first. Yeah, I would tell my 18-year-old self to embrace mentoring as the benefits of having a mentor can propel your career development to another level. Okay, Renee? I'd say just go for it. Just take the leap. Brilliant. Well, thank you both so much for joining us on the student sessions today. You've been absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you for having me. The University of Wolverhampton is located on four campuses across the West Midlands, Shropshire and Staffordshire, with a student population of 23,000. The university is a learning community promoting excellence, innovation and creativity and is committed to being an agent for social inclusion and social change, an arena for the development of ideas and critical thinking, a strategic force driving education and cultural strategy for the city and the region, and an educational hub supporting the economy through employment, entrepreneurship, creativity, knowledge transfer, research and development. Through knowledge, innovation and enterprise, the University of Wolverhampton aims to transform the lives of those who engage with the institution. And to our listeners, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. You can catch up on all episodes from wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for the latest news. Search The Student Sessions. Thanks for listening to The Student Sessions brought to you by Greyhound Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session.